program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Hey, that is us. Thank you, Mr. Voice Guy, and welcome into a Tuesday edition of the Tailgate. Jeffrey and Patrick with you today. Cat will produce, and we, over the next couple of hours, will talk a bunch of sports and probably some non-sports and probably sing a little bit and probably give you some sexual references. And uh, it's all you. That's not me. Oh. I'm, I'm the guy that tries to keep a lid on things sometimes. At band camp? At band camp, this one time. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I, I keep getting asked this question, who do I think is going to win the Super Bowl? And I have, I don't have an answer to that. I, I don't yet. I'll know. Yeah, you don't have to give an answer yet. Tuesday of next week. About Tuesday. And what's going to factor into the knowing? Uh, things will happen. Start to analyze. And then I'll still get it wrong, as you know. Because I usually get them wrong. Well, and remember the year that it was in Miami, the the Raiders Center went out to the strip club and forgot there was a game. So now with it being in Vegas, we could have uh, another strip club encounter. Boy, I, I would put my, all my guys on lockdown every night once we got there. I would say 10 o'clock. Well, you got to be there for a week. You're in bed. Well, it doesn't mean you have to relieve yourself. Yeah. Could do what uh, – some coaches have done in the years you put tape on the door so then you know if it's the tape is broken that they left the room they left the room yeah well you know what they can go out the window as we know because that's what the guy did in the hangover (laughs) he threw his bed out the window (laughs) very true so you can be done there are ways to get out but anyway i i think i think this is I don't know. I don't know why it wasn't. Remember when, who was it that got arrested? The Falcons guy got arrested for soliciting a prostitute the night before the game. He was a, he was a DB, I think. And he and that, that affected them before the Super Bowl. Um, Robinson, for some reason, name sticks in my head. So, got to watch out for guys. You do but have to be careful. You would think it would be a big enough deal that you could keep it in your pants. You can refrain from and going could, out and having and some could, fun. Yeah. You can have fun the the next five months of the year. You can have the most fun you can possibly have if you win the Super Bowl. So, I don't know. That you can. Um, all right. Well, the big news in the, uh, the sports world today. Sports world? Yep. Is uh, Tennessee may be in trouble? We know the uh, the Gators are getting investigated a little bit for the Rashada deal, which I think will amount to to nothing, maybe like a level two. But Tennessee uh, believed to be 
and some dealings with NIL stuff and their new quarterback that was a stud in the bowl game. I don't even know how to say his last name. I am Aleva. Uh, that's good enough for me. Uh, but the thing is, they got hit with 200 infractions, including what, what they say are the worst they've ever seen in a in a uh, case like this. 18 level one infractions. Now, don't forget, and again, nobody's going to get the death penalty ever. Yeah. But they are repeat def- offender. Yeah, just because of the just a Jeremy Pruitt ago. stuff. Jeremy Pruitt. This is not Jeremy Pruitt. This is the new staff, and you know, I know that we've talked about this at length. Got to cheat to win. You don't have to cheat to win, but you've got to push the edge of the envelope. They clearly pushed it way too far. So we'll see how that goes. Well, and and here is the the quote from their chancellor. The NCA's allegations. No, you got to do with a southern accent. It's got to right. be. He's got to have a southern accent if he's a chancellor of Tennessee. He may not. The NCAA infractions. The NCAA allegations are factually untrue and procedurally flawed. Moreover, it is intellectually dishonest for the NCAA enforcement staff to pursue infractions as if student athletes have no NIL rights and as if institutions all have been functioning post-Austin with a clear and unchanging set of rules and willfully violating them. Lennon's loser, Tennessee. <laughs> but if he's from Tennessee, he probably shouldn't be able to use those big words like that. Well, he, Intellectually dishonest. Somebody wrote it for him, I think. But. Factually untrue and intellectually dishonest. <laughs> that, so that means you're lying. You're saying they're lying. They're lying. This. They're making it all up. But I again. I, maybe they are. But I. I but I why do. Would they, why would the NCAA though make up stuff when they've got so much out there? They go. They can go after every school. They've gone after Florida. They're going after Tennessee. They they went after. Um, who was it that got penalized earlier in the year? Florida State. Florida State. Yeah. They've gone after people because they are taking what is a lawless landscape and and even making it more lawless so it is a crazy weird landscape we're dealing with but there's still rules and they're just everybody's violating them and so that's why they're going after people but i i I understand but i also don't see how they can get you in trouble or get in trouble if they're going through NIL and those types of resources. Because with well, that, there's no real way to are, get in trouble. You're allowed to take money and do all that kind of stuff. But there are still rules. If you get it from the collective. Well, so. they they apparently it involves this collective they have. Right. And whether it is a huge big deal or not depends on what you want to believe but they they clearly um when when all this stuff happened with Yamaleva we were like what 13 cuz there there was a lot of talk out there what he was what he was getting but uh i i don't know we'll see how this goes but this is what the this is what people feared but also what they are glad to see happening now because 
they don't want this just pay for play. Well, if you're not going to do pay for play and you're going to have rules, then these kind of things are going to happen. And you're going to so that's why we're eventually going to end up with pay for play. In my mind, they're gonna, there's going to be they're going to say here here's what you get for being a wide receiver. Here's what you get for a quarterback. Here's what you get for an offensive lineman, and this is what you get paid. And come here and hey, oh by the way, you got to sign this contract. And at the in the contract, but you may want to read the fine print, which says if you don't play in the bowl game, you don't get as much money. That's what I would do. I, I wrote a whole thing about that for Gators Wire, so you can read that probably tomorrow. Sweet. Up upline the twelve things I do to fix it. That's to fix college football. That would be one thing I would do. I go look. You're still not going to get a tenth round or a tenth pick in the draft to play in the bowl game. That's fine. I mean. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking to not have guys opt out who aren't even going to get drafted, who aren't going to be in the first round. Those are the guys you want to be in these bowl games. I understand if you're Caleb Williams, you don't want to play. I don't blame you for not wanting to play. You're going to be the first pick in the draft. But, you know, the guy who's the 29th pick in the draft, you want to encourage to play. So you put a rule in that says – Here's the contract you hire. If you don't play in the bowl games, you don't you get half the money or something like that. I mean, you you have to come up with the the math on it. But uh, and again, I don't know that we need to save the bowl games. The bowl games are fine. They got I saw where one stat where the there was a bowl game that had no interest for anybody, including you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And it got a two po- or a, it got a two point five rating, which was that day more than the N- the uh, NHL or the um, or the NBA got on their games that they had on. They had a better better rating. And it was like Memphis and Colorado. I don't know who it was. It was some crap teams, you know. So the they don't they aren't. This is why ESPN wants all these bowl games. They want the rights to all of them because they can. It's, make them it's still college rich. football. They make them rich. That's the bottom line. They get good ratings. They they even though it didn't matter whether anybody cares or anybody goes. It doesn't. And and everybody needs to get off the whole bowls. We gotta get we gotta figure out how to do what to do about the bowl. I give I've given you one solution and even that's probably not gonna work. Just let the bowls go. Let them yeah. let, let, let the kids they want to be a part of it. Go enjoy it. Get their free swag. Get their reward. And exactly play hard if they want to. If they don't want to play hard. Who cares? If you want to put a deal in there where you go, okay, uh, if you win the bowl game, you each everybody on your team gets double the swag, fifty grand. Let's say that, okay? Well, that's I, a lot. That's a lot of money. So you got to go. You I mean, give only, them another CD player. You can only have sixty players that get this. Okay. Okay. So that would be what. Uh, $300,000. It's a lot. I mean, all the bowl games would lose money if they're paying that out. Or that'd be $3 million, right. actually. <laughs> well, no, but I'm just saying, you're paying these universities this incredible amount of money and that goes to the conferences and everything. Maybe not 50000 but th- let's give them 10000 Every The winning team gets 10000 the losing team gets five. Well, guess what? Man, the losing team shouldn't get any. Well, they still, if they show up, give them their play. swag. But they, if they show up, they all play. get bowl gifts. Yeah, but if you're playing in the uh, Valero Bowl, you're not. What do you get? You're getting like a headset, 
Yeah, Sony Walkman. You're getting like a CD player that skips. You're getting like a radio headset, you know, that yeah. you can never watch. use again. A watch. Fossil watch. Fossil's big. Probably get a, a bag with the bowl logo on it. Backpack. A football. Like you need that. Now you don't get there's the lower the bowl, it's it's unbelievable how little you get. But they certainly if you go to the bigger bowls, you get great stuff. But maybe that's another thing you can do. Say, hey, look. We're not going to allow you to, if you don't show up for the bowl game. You're not. We're not going to be allowed to be on the sideline. You're not going to be able. To, but again, that's where the colleges would go. Well, no, we want this guy on the sideline because it says, "Hey, this guy is really good, and he played at our school, and so it's good advertising for us." So I don't know. I mean, there. I think. I think that the simplest answer would be to pay the pay the players based on who wins and loses the game. All right, let's uh, get your thoughts on that or many other things as Daryl kicks it off today. Hey, Daryl. How's it going, guys? Good, man. I think the whole – I know it's called name, image, and likeness. I just heard Pat say just pay the players. Um, but if you pay, like, each player for what position they play. So you got the elder quarterback, same thing. So our quarterback now and then the backup quarterbacks do the same thing as he makes because it's name, image, and likeness. So – that way, I don't know how you could do that. I think they need to just all say three thousand a month uh, or whatever to everyone, all eighty-five scholarship players, and 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 be done with it. But it's, it to me, it's out of control. Paying a, I don't know what that number will with Jay or uh, Rashada coming out of high school, but nobody knew that he could even, you know, other than what you saw on film for a football twenty yards. Sure. So, but it's like we still it's, don't it's know that after watching him play this year. So uh, exactly. So. Um, I don't know. I just, I, it's got to be controlled some kind of way. I think, to me, just make it a, a, across the board. All 85 get the same thing because, you know, I hear one of our players left offensive lineman go to Florida State because he didn't get the same thing as other linemen got. So now I'm upset, so I'm gone. Yeah. You know, no, I, I do agree I'm with that part. <laughs> and then go back to the, the premise of what it actually is supposed to be, Daryl, and right, what, right. What, what gymnastics and softball and all those other smaller sports are using it for. It's judged by your social media likeness. Or if you want to sit there and go to a, the Mealy Pop shop and sign a bunch of cards and bats and balls and footballs and all that, well, then you can make some of that money, but you've got to put in the time. The problem is, you know, all these guys are just basically getting paid to go to school by a collective and they don't have to do anything for whatever organization it is and and that's that's the hard part so yeah i mean i I do like the fact which that actually happens now like everybody on scholarship is getting a little bit of a stipend already and but then obviously you know you you get the bigger money guys that are coming in here and and that's what they're they're getting and and it isn't fair and that's the hardest part because you now have to budget all this other stuff and all of a sudden, that starting linebacker is not getting as much as the freshman that just came in because you really wanted that right. kid because he might have been the third best linebacker in the country, and it's just it's it's not fair. And so, what is the starting linebacker? Yeah, he I leaves. He, he says, "I'm I'm going to go somewhere." Breaking where I get up locker rooms money. too, you know. Yes, right, correct. Exactly. The, the problem, and so really, Daryl, more than anything, is that we have to get the five families or even four families together, and say we got to have one rule that we will enforce. About NIL, right. and but they they don't want to do that. Everybody's like, oh, we're going to look out for ourselves, and so you end up with guys getting, you know, like Ohio State right now spending thirteen million on their their class coming in. Um, 
Wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, it is. And I pay out of paying that to the coaching staff. <laughs> but that is pay for play. If you if you're paying 13 million for a recruiting class, it's pay for play and it's they might as well just go to it. They might as well just say, "Hey, if you guys want to go to class, that's up to you. We don't care." Right. Oh. What? What? I think we going through a tunnel. Some, yeah, somebody was talking to him. Yeah, probably in the probably in the bank teller line, and then they finally got to him. It's like, all right. He's trying to get his money for his NIL. Yeah, very true. <laughs> all right, so lots to talk about. Let's uh, get after it on our Titan MRI hotline three nine two eight two five five. You're listening to the tailgate. <laughs> Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Brady Frakis, and this is your Tuesday Sports Center. Recapping the Orlando Magic, who came up just short, losing 131 to 129 to Dallas Mavericks last night. Luka Doncic continues to shine as he poured on 45 points in a comeback win. The Magic are just one game above 500, sitting at 24 and 23 on the year, eighth in the Eastern Conference. Looking at college troops, the Florida Gators will head down the road to take on Kentucky, who is ranked 10th in the nation and sit at 15-4 on the year. Meanwhile, the Gators are 14-6 as they approve their win total after beating the Georgia Bulldogs 102-98. Catch tip-off tomorrow night at 8. Shifting from the Gators to the Saints, the anticipation is brewing as Santa Fe College softball commences this weekend on Saturday with the women's team set to kick off their season against Florida State College. First pitch is scattered for one. That's your Tuesday Sports Center. I'm Brady Frakus. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck? We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I 
was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melvin Law. We won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. If you want to get in, 392-8255, the number to call. We talked about a lot of different things today. Mm-hmm. At some point, I may talk about my favorite Super Bowls. Because I've been to a few of them in yeah. my life. Um. I know what my favorite pre-Super Bowl was was would have been the one, and it was your least favorite Super Bowl when the Niners clubbed the uh, Dolphins. I know you didn't enjoy that. Out Probably in, not. Uh, lovely uh, Palo Alto, which is amazing to think that they played a game at that little stadium because <laughs> it wasn't very big. I mean, it probably seventy thousand. There wasn't a thing. Maybe no. the Super Bowl wasn't nearly wasn't as big as, big as what it is now. But that week, being in San Francisco for the week and just being able to – and the party that the NFL – back in the old days and back in my time, the NFL used to throw these parties that were incredible. And all you did was when you got to the place, wherever they were, is look forward to the party. And it would be, you know, just wild and crazy. See celebrities everywhere. I loved it. I loved the media party. Guys would get up on the stage and start singing, doing songs. I remember Mitch Album and uh, God, who was it? I'm trying to think of who the other people were. Chris Dufresne might have been. Anyway, they got up and the Andy's brother. No, they took they took over the uh, the stage. Anyway, those are some of my favorite memories. Are I'm sure. At, uh, Super Bowls. Actually covered the game. That's so great. Although I did get to see Paul McCartney for the second time. I've seen him twice now. One Super Bowl, one concert. 
Is he the only Beatle you've ever seen? Yeah, afraid so. Ringo does all these concerts. Gotta get down and see him. I will go. He on, does them like I will in go Tampa. Pass on that. Really? Ringo's got one song that I like. He's still a Beatle though. He is a Beatle, and if he walked in here right now, I would freak out and I would <laughs> tell him how much I love him. And his so then, why wouldn't you go to his concert? Because he's not. He can't sing. So and just in bangs a concert, on the drum. I no. I don't want to say just bangs on the drum. I think he's really changed the drumming in America or in, in the world. I, I think a lot of guys will tell you that are drummers, famous drummers, Dave Grohl, people like that. That Ringo's style of drumming was so different from everybody else that they kind of adapted to it. So I give him credit. I give him a lot of credit, but can't sing. He's got one He's a good drummer song, for a reason, which is "Photograph," which was written by George Harrison. That's that, that right there. So every time on the Beatle Channel, a Ringo song will come on, I go out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, let me go to. Pop is George Pop. Harrison still alive? Or is he dead? He died. On, I think I want to say 2002. Oh, really? That long ago? And I came in that day to my radio show over there at... Um, 105 The Game? I don't know what it was. 105 The Game. And uh, they said, hey, did you bring some George Harrison CDs in? Because yeah. that's all we had then. I said, no, why? And they go, well, he died during the night. And I go, oh. I was so devastated. And so... I did a long speech about him, and we played all the songs we could find, and I didn't do him justice. He's my favorite Beatle. Really? He really is. Why? I just loved all the songs he did, and when I was a kid, I was always George. I was George in the St. Pat's band okay. here, St. Patrick's school we had a band that uh all that we did was mimic the songs okay and but i mean this is how big the beatles were can you imagine this today this is how big the beatles were we would have a concert across the street from st patrick's at the baseball field and they would have like a raised platform i mean like raised up way high in the air for us to be on and we would all we would do is like mime the, the beatles songs and we would sing but nobody could hear us singing we don't they only hear the Beatles song well, luckily they didn't hear us singing but I had that and then and then I also had a band in at uh 12th Terrace over in Gainesville Florida when I was nine years old that was a Beatles cover band and again didn't play any songs didn't sing any songs we just were pretending to be the Beatles. So you're basically Jack Malik from yesterday. No, he actually sang a song. <laughs> we didn't sing anything. We were just we were just the Beatles were so big that you could have a, a a band that would play pretend to play Beatles songs. I didn't even have a guitar. You know my dad made me a wooden fake guitar like like uh, Will Ferrell and uh, the other guys, he has a that wooden gun. Yep. <laughs> so I had a wooden guitar. Nice. And I would just stand up there and go, "I should have known better with a girl like you." That was it. That was all I did. All right, let's. But uh, that's how big they were. Yeah, that's was, my point. It was that big. Big deal to talk to all of you. So let's get back to it with Lee. Hey, Lee, what's up, man? What's going on, fellas? Um, 
I, I'm, I want to get your opinion on something I've been thinking about lately when it comes to NIL, and that is I, I'm wondering, uh, you know, I hear people say, well, Florida doesn't have money like Texas or Oklahoma or Ohio State, and I, I still don't know if there's a way to quantify that. There's, there's a lot of people that graduate from UF that have money. They contribute to money to UA all the time and to UF and to stuff like that. I'm wondering if part of what we're experiencing – I know they had to start over with a new collective. They're basically like, what, nine months, ten months into this new one. So it's going to take a while to build up that that bank. But I'm wondering if part of what we're experiencing is a bit of a cultural problem. And what I mean by that is if you ask alumni, especially older folks with money, to donate to paying a coach's buyout for $30 million or to stadium expansion or to the O'Connell Center – or a coach's salary, they don't have a problem with that. But we've been told for 40 years, Florida doesn't pay players. We do it the quote-unquote right way. Whereas some of these other schools have had NIL under the table. Ohio State, Georgia, these schools have been kind of doing this stuff anyway, and it's a real easy pivot. So if you don't have Strickland, Strickland's been kind of on the fence about NIL. I've heard him talk about, you know, we're going to wait and see how these laws play out and stuff. So – I'm wondering if you don't have someone telling these older folks that it's okay to pay these guys. That's the new way. It's what we're doing. I'm wondering if it's a bit of a, a cultural issue that we have at Florida right now. Well, why why don't we have this issue at other places then? That would be the question. Well, it's because of what he just said. They've, been, they've already been doing I think it. they've had it baked and, in. And it's already, yeah, so you're part. saying basically everybody's already been cheating. Yes. So I, I don't want to say everyone's already cheating, been cheating. But a but majority. I, I, I think but, yeah, I think we know, you know, Bama was giving out cars in the 90s. Like, we, we know some of this stuff's been going oh, on. Yeah. We're Florida. Florida's real. Like, that's our thing. Our thing is academics and all sports and doing it the right way. That's kind of our image. And so pivoting over away from that is kind of like trying to turn a giant ship around. Well, Lee, and, and I do think that they need to do a better job of, of getting the word out there, um, and, and that's what they're starting to do. And they fell behind with the first effort. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, was, it was new, and it was, they, were, they were trying different things and trying to make it work and just trying internally with relationships of people that they knew to, to make that happen, and now it's the point where, like you're saying is right, I think you, you look at some of these other collectives, gosh, even you know radio shows, they have commercials – for that particular collective or they have an ad on whatever website it might be to say click here to be able to donate and i think florida was a little bit behind doing some of that stuff and and now they're starting to i think you're going to start to see campaigns over the the entire year of 2024 not only here locally but throughout the entire state because like you said there is a lot of gator people everywhere and they just have to understand how to do it or make it easy for them to do it. I think that's part of it too. They might hear, Hey, we've got a collective, we've got something going on, but have no idea how to be a part of it. And the job now is to make sure that that is known and how you can be a part of it because you have, I think certain people calling the people that they know and trust that have donated in the past, but now you're trying to double dip and get them to put their name on something and also do it the other way. That's really hard to do. So you've got to now expand your booster base, so so to speak, and then get into the, the common folk like Dooley and I to be able to, uh, I think, make it well worth it. Yeah, I wonder how hard that is to like have your roster of go-to money people that you're hitting up for 
stadium stuff and things like that. And, and constantly then hitting have them up. To, yeah. Right. And then have to go back to them and say, actually, we need you to give to players now. That's a real tough sales job. I will say on a, on a personal note, I'm, I'm involved in service work around here. And um, I, I would like to see uh, this NIL deals at Florida tied to community service. Um, and, and like actual community service, not just showing up at an elementary school and reading a book, but actual service. I like what they've done at Texas Tech, which is every single player gets the same amount of money. They all get a hundred grand, and they all have to do community service. I, I think Florida could really make some a difference uh, in Gainesville, and that's really where all the problems in Gainesville stem from: is the gap between UF and everybody else. And so, I'd like to see this stuff tied to community service, but that's just me. No, Thanks, guys. I, Thanks, I Lee. I don't disagree. I think they do some of that. I think they could probably do more, you know. But uh, but you, there there is at least an emphasis, though. I think from Florida to do some of that stuff, and, and you see yeah. it a lot. And and they're they're building houses and but he at least about, go out and doing some of those things. He talked about Texas Tech giving everybody a hundred thousand dollars. So that's eighty five scholarship players. So what does that end up eighty five? $8.5 million. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. Um, but if another school wants to get your best player for $200,000, what are you going to do? Uh, we were only giving everybody $100,000. We're building a team. Well, you're going to lose this guy. So that's, that's the issue we're dealing with. I, I still believe in a cap. If they could just cap the NIL, yeah, and say, it would make it a lot, a lot put easier. Put it at ten million dollars, and that's all you can spend, and you've got to decide that that will kind of filter the talent through a lot of different schools. So, my my theory, and I'm sticking to it. All right, snag a break. Come back with more of your phone calls. You're listening to the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. Well, we made it to a new year, and that makes some of you happy and some, well, not so much. But if you want 2024 to be the year that ultimately makes that special someone happier than ever, then why not ring in the year the right way? Oaks Jewelry is the perfect place to please your partner, and the prices, well, let's just say you'll say wow before she says wow. And if you're already past that part, Oaks Jewelry is still the place to make sure you can show her how much you really love her. They've got an array of other diamonds, as well as sapphires, emeralds, rubies, and other special gemstones, gold chains in all lengths and sizes, and earrings for every occasion. So don't procrastinate like you did for the last holiday. Plan ahead and pick out that perfect present she'll adore at Oaks Jewelry. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Remaining quite beautiful into the evening with clear skies. Temperatures will start off mild, but they'll quickly drop off after sunset. Lows in the morning dipping into the low 40s, but we'll have a wind chill in the upper 30s. For our last day of January, mostly sunny skies. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. A breeze should develop and it'll rest about 25 miles an hour in the afternoon. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. It's a bird! It's a plane! The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to upset any of these Swifties. I want to say she might be too popular. She doesn't decide when she's on camera, by the way. I'm watching with people, and they go, oh, God, it's not her choice. It's not even Kelsey doing anything. It could be Isaiah Pacheco. Hey, let's go to Taylor Swift. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here on The Tailgate. Pat Dooley and the great Jeff Cardozo in here. Another day in Dreamville, Florida, where the temperature, oh, it was so cold. I think it was almost 58. It was so cold. Beautiful today. It was great. Leaving like this all the time. I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing shorts, and part of it is in honor of Martin Fennelly. So I'm going to wear shorts. I need the cargo shorts, so 
I know. I don't like when I see cargo shorts. I immediately do not get them because they <laughs> people go, "Oh, you're wearing cargo shorts." But maybe it was I a should, thing back in the day. Maybe I should buy some just for my just like pleated pants. Don't wear those anymore. I don't. I try not to wear those. Can't. It looks awful. Steven, what's up? Welcome. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, Pat. Yeah. Heard you talking about uh, the Beatles and bands that you played in. You said you played in a band on uh, Twelfth Terrace. Twelfth Terrace, Northeast Twelfth Terrace. Yeah. I grew up on Twelfth Terrace. Really? Wow. Wow. I lived on. Uh, the, did you live uh, off of Twenty Third or off of Sixteenth? Uh, I live. You know where Carroll Estates Pool was? Yes. That's where I, I hang. I lived right near there, and I used to hang out at Carroll Estates Pool. I grew up uh, when you turned down Twelfth Terrace off of uh, South off of Sixteenth uh, Avenue. I lived first house on the left. Well, the funny thing is, Tom Petty lived right around there, too. So I was at least, considering you, I would be say I was the third most talented p- person in that area. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, our neighborhood uh, south of 16th Avenue was called uh, Highland Court, and north of 23rd Avenue was called Highland Court Manor, and Carroll Estates was in the middle. Yeah, yep. Yep, I know exactly um, what you're talking about. Yeah, that was that uh, pool was Estates. a big deal. It was like uh, every time I see Caddyshack, I go, you know, it's almost like the Carroll Estates pool back in the day. Yep. Yeah, um, Hugh Edwards built Carroll Estates and named it after one of his daughters. Oh, really? I did not and know that at the age of two. <laughs> <laughs> he had uh, three daughters: uh, Carroll Estates, uh, Robin Lane, and uh, Libby Heights. Wow. Give you a little, uh, anybody that's old as I am that's living in Gainesville would know some of that stuff. I, I, was I just, did not know that. Yeah, that's good stuff. I was just curious when I heard uh, 12th Terrace, it, uh, my ears perked up. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, yeah, Stephen. Northeast 12th Terrace. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to remember the actual address, but I can't remember it. Uh, I get it confused with the one I live at now. But, yeah, Northeast 12th Terrace where I live. It was like a, a kind of a it wasn't a cul-de-sac. It was kind of a curve that went around and it went to, I guess, to Twenty Third. What it was, where That's it, what it does. Yeah, it was a good time. I'm sure it was. I was just a little boy. <laughs> Think about that. I ran away once. Did you ever run away? No, I ran away once. I got as far as two doors down. Nice. Now it's a band. Three doors down. <laughs> I think I might have gotten three doors down. Michelle, welcome. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Good. So, two things. First, the caller right before the break, he kind of mentioned about um, the Gators, and I know we've heard we're kind of behind the eight ball and saying that, you know, Georgia and Alabama, you know, we've known for a while that they've kind of done some things maybe not quite up to par and kind of separating Florida from that. Well, maybe he hasn't been a Gator a long time because we've had our own issues. I'm born and raised in Gainesville. And we have, we, we've got players that receive things and, and shake hands and under the table. So we've not been separated from that uh, on this high pedestal that maybe he tried to put us on. 
that's not necessarily the case. Um, we've we've had our own issues. Well, are you uh, are you going back all the way to the eighties or just the recent? Not problem? in the eighties. Well, recent. I mean, within the last ten years. I mean, we even when when um. Yeah, Dan Mullen uh, got in trouble. Yeah, he had a little correct. trouble. Yep. And and when Urban was here, we you know things don't just because it wasn't reported and we didn't get fined and we didn't get sanctions, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Um, wow. There were players that benefited uh, greatly. Absolutely. <laughs> greatly. So I just, you know, we can't put ourselves out there like we're this spit, shine, clean image because we're not. Um, but sec- the second thing I just want to talk about with the NIL, and maybe it has been talked about and I just have not heard it. I know we're ca- kind of behind the eight ball a little bit, but some of it is the timing. If all of this had come out, the NIL, during the Urban, the Billy Donovan era where we were winning back-to-back-to-back-to-back championships and things going on, getting money wouldn't be an issue. Some of it is because of the timing. Right now, football is down. Basketball has not been great. And so people are not so joyful in giving out their money when, the you know, the program is not where we want it to be. I mean... Me, I like I said, born and raised here, but did I go out this past football season and buy a ton of merchandise? I didn't because I wasn't excited. Um, you know, <laughs> the strategy is just the way it is. It, I wasn't overly excited, so I didn't just go out every time I thought about it or pass a great-looking Gator shirt. Well, I'm about to get that. I just didn't because I wasn't overly excited. So some of our issues is just because of the timing. It's, it's where we are, and people are just not overly excited to give up their money when it doesn't look like we're having such a great return right yeah, now. Yeah, well, so. and I, I've talked about that before. I think that the problem is uh, this is what my concern is for college football, where the rich get richer. The better you are, the more money you, you're going to get so you can spend yep. more money. And then a lot of schools get left behind. I, I think if they could put a cap on NIL, that would I'm with you. I'm with you on the cap. I mean, I'll, I'll take it even down to high school football. So yeah. when my son was in high school, he played for Gainesville High School back in 2000. Uh, he graduated high school 2014. So that 2010, 2014, Gainesville was riding high. We went all the way his sophomore year to the championship game, and everybody wanted to come to GHS and all of that. Well, of course, as things happen, things go in a, in a cycle. By the, now that we quote unquote almost have high school recruiting, I mean, basically you do, because GHS was kind of down and now you've got Hawthorne and Buholt, go Bobcats, I graduated from Buholt, um, they're kind of the top team, so now all the players, they want to go to those teams, and it's going to be hard for the GHSs and even East out a little bit to kind of rebound mm-hmm. because it's the timing. It, it's just the timing of when things happen and when things could take place, you know, we, they're just, GHS is not great right now. So, and that's all I was just saying is that, you know, the timing with the money and stuff, but I'm with you on the cap. I think it has to be a cap. Otherwise, the teams that are at the top now that have the ability to get the, the players in and can pay and unlimited is going to be hard for other teams to catch up. Completely so agree. Yeah, great, great call, Michelle. Um yeah, I think we've talked about that a lot. It's yeah. it's really hard to to get excited and get that momentum. And I think even now, as you look at 
at baseball season coming up. I think that's why people are excited because the Gators played for a national title last year. And a lot of the conversation was, well, at least finally football and basketball are over so we can turn to a, a winning sport. But yeah, that's, you just got to get that kind of stuff back. And but, but, season tickets were no problem for, for yeah. baseball this year or for softball, even though there's not a lot of those. But that's part of the problem the, is that the – you know, the better you are, the more money is going to be you're going to be able to raise, and the worse you are, the less money you're going to be able to raise, and that's that's a huge issue. Now, if you're Texas A&M, you raise money no matter what what, what your record is, but Florida's not at that level where you've got all that oil money coming in. Somebody called the other day and was talking about orange juice money, and I'm like, I don't, Ben Hill Griffin is not a factor anymore. I don't think, uh, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how that works out. I do agree with Michelle that a lot of it has to do with how you're playing. And people aren't – they're not going to throw money after a problem. They're going to throw money after success. And that's the way it NIL works right now. That it does. All right. The way this thing works is we have one more break. So we'll take it. Come back and wrap up hour number one right after this. <laughs> Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Brady Frakis. This is your Tuesday Sports Center. Looking ahead to the Santa Fe Saints, the anticipation is brewing as Santa Fe College softball commences this weekend on Saturday with the women's team set to kick off their season against Florida State College. First pitch is scheduled for one. Looking ahead at college hoops, the Florida Gators will head out on the road to take on Kentucky, who is ranked 10th in the nation and sit at 15-4 on the year. Meanwhile, the Gators are 14-6 as they improve their win total after beating the Georgia Bulldogs 102-98. Catch tip off tomorrow night at 8. Recapping the Orlando Magic, who came out just short, losing 131-129 to the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic continues to shine as he poured on 45 points in a comeback win. Magic just one game above 500, sitting at 24-23 and in the year, 8th in the Eastern Conference. That's your Tuesday Sports Center. I'm Brady Frakis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for 
for all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on our jewelry and get three nights, including airfare, at a tropical resort. On us, make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with her jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. <laughs> that was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. From the team that brought you Amy Poehler's Say More with Dr. Sheila comes the comedy podcast, The Chris Chapman Do-Over, starring Ike Barinholtz as controversial shock jock Chris Chapman, who returns to the airwaves after being canceled. This is your boy, Chris Chapman. My old show was a victim of a little thing called cancel culture, and I vowed to take a long break and really reflect. But I'm here to announce I'm back better than ever. The improvised Chris Chapman Do-Over is an Odyssey and Paper Kite production starring Ike Barinholtz as Chris Chapman. Listen on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, Coach. All right, a few minutes left, and that will go to Chris to finish up Hour 1. Hey, Chris. All right. Hey, guys. Um, hey, just yeah, I wanted to comment on the, uh, the NIL discussion in the cap. I do think that that's important, and I think that'll help. Um, but I also think, like, even when I think about a salary cap and I think about baseball, there's always those teams that do more with less. Um, Tampa Bay is a great example, and so are the Miami Marlins. The, the Marlins of like the, the, the 2000s and the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, they were a great example of a very low payroll team that was competitive year after year, and, and it infuriated me because they would sell off all their players after each good year. Um, but I don't see why we can't just make little steps. I don't think it's time to, you know, jump off the cliff uh, as the Gator fan. And, and when you look at the results last year, I mean, a lot of the results weren't that – Awful. I mean, we barely lost to Missouri, um, barely lost to Arkansas, uh, you know, beat South Carolina, you know, um, beat Tennessee, uh, and really didn't lose to Florida State by all that much at the end, even though, I don't know, you know, they didn't have all their people, but I think that was only a nine-point game. So I think that we just need to do it, and we need to do it the right way. You know, no cheating, none of that stuff. We just got to put the right people in the right positions and then, and then just work on the nuts and bolts, you know, special teams, like the things that need addressed. Well, and I think that's what they're trying to do, and I, I think the hope is that a lot of people are like you, Chris, and, and have that patience because, I mean, I can see it because I, I understand what Billy Napier is trying to do and, and the structure of the program and everything that's done behind the scenes to make it work, and I just I, I wish he was here when there wasn't NIL because he'd be amazing, and you don't have to deal with yeah. all that because he is doing it the right way. He's so great with families and parents and kids and the way he talks to them, and they're, they're, yeah. they're excited to play for him and be around him, 
But when it's all said and done, I think that's where the, the NIL stuff really does hurt. So I agree with you. They just have to be able to get some dudes, which they did this year. I mean, you, yeah. you got the, the best quarterback in the country and you got basically the best yep. D lineman in the country. So yeah, that's you, a big deal. It's a huge deal. And you, you lost Princely and everybody's freaking out. You lose ETN, everybody's freaking out. But I can tell you that yep. running back room's probably even better. So they've got a chance yep. to be better, but you just, you have to get enough of those dudes to, to be able to do it. Yeah. And give I'm them the time to do it. Yep. Awesome. Thank you for taking my call. All right, Chris. Thank you. Appreciate that. I totally agree with everything you said. So I mean, that's I was reading some stuff. That's all it is. It's it's got to be. It's it's just it's not a quick fix. No, when it's where it's it was. Not. But and listen, you can't, it, you, let, let's just say the Gators won eight games last year, and they they made a bowl game, of course. And whether they won or not, it doesn't matter. But then they got DJ Lagway. Like. It would it, there wouldn't be I don't think as much negativity because I will say you, this. you just got the best player in the country and we you just can, got Tim Tebow we can talk about this on the other side but I do think that negativity has calmed down a little I bit. do agree with that yeah so, so we we can talk about it in the second hour okay so we we'll, get out of here for the first hour bye bye so we will leave and we will come back in just four minutes for another tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics Medical Director Dr. Aaron Wolkoff explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed. In this same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352 400 4550 
I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. Best time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melden Law. We won't back down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat hey that's us welcome hour two is here beautiful day in good old gainesville today and having some fun inside as Cat will produce our second half. Brought to you by Melden Law. They won't back down. Let me ask you this question because this, this is a question we're going to get for 10 more days, okay? Maybe even more. Is Kansas City working on a dynasty? And by that I mean... You know, like there's been a lot of these arguments about Brady or Mahomes. Like who who is the GOAT now? Is Mahomes now the GOAT? Is he becoming the GOAT? And I go, hey, you know, pump your brakes. He, Brady won seven Super Bowls, clearly without great talent around him because nobody nobody's won more than, what, eight games since he left. Um, but Mahomes, to get to four – uh, Super Bowls in five years and ha- winning two of them and if they win this one to me this is the, th- the you win the third one now you're in a dynasty if you don't win the third one you're not in a dynasty but I mean that's just my my opinion but I don't know what you think it's not just a dynasty to get there this many times the Bills didn't have a dynasty they won four. They went there four straight times. Didn't win any of them. Yeah, but I'd still say that's kind of 
I don't think or it's maybe dynastic. not dynasty, but dominance. I think to be dynastic, though, you have to have. Is that the same as boombastic? Yeah, you have to have one, at least one, and they've won two. If they win three, then I I I think they become. Yeah, very, Mahomes is legit. He's one of the best players ever in the NFL. But I don't think you can still consider him as good as Brady. He hasn't won as many when, times. When do, does he? So what if he wins seven? Which okay. he could. Then, I mean, then he easily is that. Is he the goat then? Probably. I mean, if they keep doing it every year, I know. I I look, I, I'm out. a Mahomes. Remember, guy. this you is the that. year that they weren't supposed to get there. I know they were and terrible. They weren't the one, they weren't the one seed. They didn't get the bye. Baltimore was a better team. Baltimore just pooped the bed. They turned it over. Lamar Jackson wasn't good, and the play calling by a guy that we talked about during the middle of the year was not good. But but if you keep if that keeps happening to you, aren't you? Doesn't that make you kind of a dynasty when you keep winning games, even though sometimes you don't have your best stuff? And that to me is a key. Yeah, I'd say it's an easily a dynasty already. It's a dynasty, but not the dynasty. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, who is the dynasty? Would it be the the Patriots during the Belichick Brady era? Would it be the Steelers? Back in the day, would it be the Cowboys back in the day when they were winning all those championships? But it was easier to get there back then. Yeah, but still, you know. You still have to do it. Would the, the Cowboys won three straight, one of them with Barry Switzer, mm-hmm. who was just like wandering around the parking lot, wondering what was going on. Um, It's hard to beat. But anyway, I, I, that, that's a question. A lot of people have asked that, and a lot of people have asked the, uh, you know, uh, Brady versus Mahomes, who's the goat? And I'm like, how about letting the guy finish his career? Yeah, I don't think it's even. You yeah. can't even ask that question no, yet. I, I think it's either. it's stupid in my mind to do that. And you still got to think he's got ten years left. You don't know. Lamar Jackson's only 27. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, you can't judge him on his career. When I see all these shows and they go, "Well, Tom, is Lamar Jackson can his career be complete without winning a Super Bowl?" I go. He might win one. He might win one next year. He might win one. Might win three in a row. Who knows? I mean, people want to judge based on the results of yesterday, not on the results of what can happen in the future. Yeah. And so I, I think I think the Chiefs could go down as the greatest team of all time, the greatest collection of players. But again, I don't know if Travis Kelsey's going to be around anymore. I don't know what. Some other guys are going to do. I mean, eventually guys retire and everything. But that is a... And Mahomes is kind of doing it the way Brady did it without a bunch of stud names at receiver. I mean, Brady did have Moss for a few years. The kid Rice came out of Rutgers, and I had no idea who he was. And all of a sudden, he's making play after play after play. You know, they've got Kelsey, but Kelsey was, again, one catch, 19 yards. what I keep going back to against Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Um but I mean, Kelsey wasn't when he came into the league wasn't considered like a huge get for them. Um, they've just, I think the key is Andy Reid. Like Andy Reid and Mahomes, that combination is the reason I like the, the Chiefs, and it's also the reason they are. You can consider them to be a di- dynastic team. Agreed. Back to the phones we go. Cattleman's turn. What's up, Mike? What's going on, gentlemen? 
Hey, guys, got a little um, SEC basketball chatter, a little NCAA, but on topic here on the quarterback stuff. You know something I was thinking, guys, with all the Mahomes stuff, we're starting to see the stats. Um, you know what I think we forget about, guys? I hope you agree with me on this. Not every quarterback's blessed to play on a great team. Um, there's some great quarterbacks like Troy Aikman, Joe Montana. Uh, a lot of scouts will tell you Jeff George was the best quarterback they ever saw. Um, there are a lot of great quarterbacks out there. In America, it seems like we always focus on this guy's the GOAT, this guy's the best. But there are a lot of great quarterbacks that have played the game. A lot of them before my time, the Fran Tarkingtons of the world, and et cetera. I mean, Dan, Dan Marino never won one. That guy was incredible. Yeah. just uh, But uh, Mahomes, I, I think that's why they're going to win the Super Bowl again. You give me uh, Mahomes or Mr. Relevant. I know he's got the better team, but I'll take Mahomes eight times out of ten. Michael Jordan, when you show up on the big stage, that's usually when the cream rises to the top. And Mahomes is kind of doing it. What's Mahomes doing it with? A tight end and smoking mirrors? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hey, guys, two things. I really want to go SEC basketball today, but um, NCAA. Pat, I was asking you a few days back about the Rashada investigation. Have you seen where Tennessee's caught up in this NIL stuff, too? Yeah, they are. Yeah, okay. Here's what's interesting to me. I assume your bros are Pat Forty and Dan Wolken, right? I, I don't know what you mean by bros. Yeah, so I, I know who they yeah. are, yeah. Okay, well, okay. Pat Forty and Dan Wilkin have had a stiffy for Tennessee forever. It's kind of a long-time thing going back to all the Shiano stuff. But um, don't really get where the NCAA is coming from these days. Forever we were told, and not because, you know, here, amazing to me, Tennessee just pays these guys $8 million, and here they come again. It kind of reminds me of like the bully at the schoolyard taking lunch money. But uh, what, where's the NCAA coming from? Do we have – is this the wild, wild west and NILs out there and paying players is legal? Are these people going to – Apparently to me, they like to hang out in Indianapolis like that money coming in, and they play their little charade game. What are they up to? They gonna try to throw Florida and Tennessee on probation now? I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think that Tennessee's got more to worry about than Florida because Tennessee's got coming off of the Jeremy Pruitt thing too. So um, that could be an issue for them. Uh, I don't. I don't know the details of it. I, I only know what I've read so far, and uh, sh- certainly the there must be no, a lot well, there. Yeah, I want to get to basketball, but pretty much the chancellor up here and Danny White. Danny White runs a tight ship. They're not they're, the NIL. Everybody's cheating or not cheating on NIL, however you want to look at it. Um, I think the, the NCAA is trying to reassert itself and to show the college uh, community that it's still there. And it's yeah, the, that, I, the I don't disague with you. I yeah, think they're, they're trying and, to show that they actually have and, a set of teeth, and, and yeah. they're upset people are getting big chunks yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah, and, and if. Chancellor, Tennessee's been in bed with the Glazier Law Firm, which did a great job on this last go-round. I wouldn't be surprised to see Florida and Tennessee, if the NCAA really pushes this, of all things, politics makes for strange bedfellows. I could see Tennessee and Florida jumping in bed together and suing the NCAA if uh, if they push this on NIL. I think the NCAA's got to figure out how they want to handle this mess. They've been missing in action. And um, now, now you want to come with the uh, Inspector Clouseau's on two SEC schools? Where's Mike Slive on this, or Sankey? Excuse well, Mike Slive's dead, but uh, yeah, you know, where's Sankey? Well, he's—I'm sure he's talking to people. I mean, behind the scenes, but uh, I don't think Florida and Tennessee are jumping into bed on well, anything. Well, well, Pat, there's no secret here. Tennessee is paying uh, Nico, who you're going to be seeing in a, in a campus near you real soon, eight million dollars if he hits his benchmarks. Florida was going to pay Rashad a thirteen million if he hit his bench parts. There's no secret. There's no car dealer. There's no church. We all know what's going on. I don't know that any of those things were going on. I mean, you're you're telling me what you've read in the paper. 
I think what it is is your boys are 40 and woke and worship the NCAA, and they got to have a constant NCAA deal. Probably even throw Slay Ball in there, too. I think your homie's got to have some uh, uh, investigation to constantly chase when the NCAA's supposed to be dead. That's what I think. That's what you think. Hey, uh, basketball, and, and, you know, I think, by the way, if you're Florida and Tennessee, I think this will be a perfect time to team up on this because it sounds like we're both in the same boat for the change. Well, hey, one, yeah, the, the Gators was, didn't pay anybody yeah, well, because yeah, well, they didn't actually, get yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah probably, probably wouldn't because we got a confident AD and you guys don't. Hey, last thing for you guys, this basketball game tonight, Tennessee, what do you think? Have, you, have y'all heard of Connect's nickname yet? Connect 4? <laughs> no, that's a bad one. He's got a good one. The White Mamba. Y'all heard that one yet? You're going to be hearing no. a lot of that tonight. No, the White I, Mamba. He's showing up number six on the lottery. Uh, latest mock drafts, guys. But what do you think about White Mamba? I think that's hilarious. He's legit. He's a good player. What do you think about the game tonight, guys? Who they South playing? Carolina's got a really good club, guys. I think South Carolina's seventeen and three. Their coach is chirping about they should be ranked. Yeah, the but it's 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 in Knoxville, so they'll yeah. they'll beat them by fifteen. Yeah, and their seventeen and three was is based on one game, basically. And Car- Carolina can play some D, but. The other game tonight, too, guys, is sneaky. Um, I, I'm, that Mississippi State coach, I think, is legit, and we all know about the uh, Ole Miss uh, coach that choked his wife. I think the best AD in the SEC is probably that guy at Ole Miss. I mean, that guy doesn't play. I mean, you got that guy and Kiffin on your campus. Those two dudes can coach whether people like to hear it or not. Jeff, who is a Mississippi State coach? Chris Jans. I know. Yeah, don't Chris say James. it. I, I wanted to tell Jeff. Jeff has no idea who Well, I is. do now after we played him. <laughs> But but no, Chris, Chris Beard's a really good coach. I I, I mean that, that dude knows what he's doing. There's a reason why he's taking a whole bunch of teams to try to win it all. Yeah, he took a took a Texas Tech to a Final Four before he choked his wife. But uh, what's the big boy table going to say if Kiffin hits the playoffs and Ole Miss goes to the Final Four in basketball? I don't know. I'll be nervous because I I still want Florida to be the only school that's ever won them both. Yeah, y'all hang in there. You notice that when he asks questions, he doesn't want doesn't to hear your answer. answer. He doesn't want to hear the answer because he just w- moving on to the. Ne- it's almost like he's Bobo. I, he is Bobo. He where he, where he's got these questions all worked out, and then he's going to ask this. And it's the same was he asked Steve earlier today. You know, I do though. And now that we have this uh, Skylab or whatever it is that with the students, he'll probably be calling them. Going here's another thing you guys don't get. Florida and Tennessee need to go to bed, have sex together, and we could create a rocky top, like a half bear, half cat, which is what the song's about. It is about that. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about and and get because I think we know how hard it is to win on the road. Yes, in the SEC, we're starting to see that everywhere. So, um, got some records. That'll uh, indicate that as well. It's very interesting stuff. We'll do that and get more of your phone calls when we come back on the other side. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Brady Frakis. This is your Tuesday Sports Center. Looking ahead to the Santa Fe Saints, the anticipation is brewing as Santa Fe College softball commences this weekend on Saturday with the women's team set to kick off their season against Florida State College. First pitch is scheduled for one. Looking ahead at college hoops, the Florida Gators will head out on the road to take on Kentucky, who is ranked 10th in the nation and sit at 15-4 on the year. Meanwhile, the Gators are 14-6 as they improve their win total after beating the Georgia Bulldogs 102-98. Head tip off tomorrow night at 8. 
Recapping the Orlando Magic, who came out just short, losing 131 to 129 to the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic continues to shine as he poured on 45 points in a comeback win. Magic just one game above 500, sitting at 24 and 23 on the year, eighth in the Eastern Conference. That's your Tuesday Sports Center. I'm Brady Frankus. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Pizza of Millhopper. As the year turns over, I just want to say thank you to our great customers for making 2023 the biggest and best year in Leonardo's 47-year history. Since 1976, we have never baked more than we just did, and 2024 will take us even higher. At Leo's, of course, we make delicious pizza, garlic knots, and salad bar, but we sell memories. Come in with your family and friends to relive old ones, make some new ones, and let us know that you heard me on the tailgate. Jeff, we keep getting older. But Leo stays the same age. There's been lots of unbelievable sports moments around these parts that if you didn't see it for yourself, you wouldn't have thought it was possible. Dougie, Tequezi, Chioza's buzzer beater, Langford's bomb, or just a tip of the iceberg. But I've got another one for you that you're especially going to want to see for yourself. It's so spectacular, they're calling it the Seeing is Believing event, and it happens right here at Oaks Jewelry to kick off the new year. From now through the end of February, all their diamond jewelry and engagement rings will be priced below wholesale, saving you as much as 50% off into prices. All engagement rings come with a unique graded report and you can choose from halo settings, side stones, or a unique one-of-a-kind design the Oaks Jewelry staff will help create with you. They've been experts in Gainesville since 1990, so stop by to see their authentic natural diamonds and the exceptional values that come with it. And this Valentine's Day, you'll get a beautiful box of chocolates to sweeten the surprise. Also, a free bottle of champagne to pop after you pop the question. She's ready to say yes, and Oaks Jewelry has never been more ready to help make sure she does. So if you have something to say, remember to say it with diamonds. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout. 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Poof, there it is with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I do want to give a shout-out here on the tailgate to our friend Claude Felton, who is retiring. Claude Felton has been the SID at Georgia since I was starting out, I think. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, I, I spent a year in Fort Lauderdale covering high schools and golf, which was a pretty good gig. Got to interview Jackie Gleason. Yeah. Um, but um, – from there, I went to the Jacksonville Journal, and my first beat was JU basketball and Georgia football. So I, I started dealing with him then and have dealt with him years. He's sent us multiple helmets for the Bob Dooley Invitational and um, just one of the greatest guys and also was the um, moderator for SEC Media Days for a long time and for also for the uh, – when you go to the SEC basketball tournament, he's the guy up there going – all right, back row left, Pat, you know, ask, you know, um, just a great dude. And uh, one of the reasons I don't hate Georgia as much as some people do, guys like Claude Felton. And yeah, that is the weird, like weird part of it all because I think, you know, certainly as, as fans and, and the people listening don't realize that there's a lot of people that do their jobs for these schools that – That are great people, yeah. yeah. Great people you have close relationships with and – you know, you're, a lot you're of times, tied with the baseball guy. I know that. Yeah. yeah, very much. So a lot of times you go in and, I mean, you're you're hanging out with them. You're going to lunch with them. You're on the road playing golf with them sometimes. Yeah. And they're all really, really good people. Oh, but, one of my favorite people in the world is Wayne Hogan, who was the SID at Florida State. Yeah. So, I mean. I mean, you want to you want to kick their ass. Yeah. But still want Florida to win every time they played them. But. There, there have been a lot of times, too, though, when, when you lose – and a regional or something, and you, you know you see see that person, you're like, gosh, I hope you guys win it. Like, I'd rather you win it than somebody else. I don't know, even though you just kicked our ass. Yeah. So, I mean, those those are the kind of things, and yeah, the feel you get. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of people in this industry, but look, there are a lot of. Uh, can can I say douchebag on the radio? Yeah, sure. Okay, douchebags. Jack wagons. There are a lot of <laughs> jack wagons out there in this profession and the SID profession, but. Uh, luckily, we haven't been exposed to many of them in the SEC. I think people do it the right way, or you get you get let go. I mean, they want it done the right way here, and nobody better than Claude Felt. He's he's the best. So i I understand why he's retiring because he's I think as old as he's me. old. Yeah, he's like old, old like me, old. 
That's a new old. Yeah. Me old. <laughs> but good for him, and uh, we appreciate him so much. Yeah, for sure. All right, if you want to call, you can. 392-8255. Back to the phones. We get Rob to join us. Hey, Rob. Gentlemen, enjoying the show like always. Appreciate it. Thank you. I want, I want to say one thing, man. Michelle, she is a great caller. Oh, yeah. I, I really enjoy her in-depth, you know, look at things and it just puts things in, in certain perspectives and makes you think, you know, from a whole, from an angle that, you know, a lot of people don't, don't see it, you know, and she's always been like that. So I like her intellect. <laughs> well, yeah, compared, especially when you compare it to many of our other callers, their <laughs> intellect's not quite up there. I'm not mentioning names. It starts with a C. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> hey, um, you know, I'm not too key caught up with the Florida basketball team, so give me an update and, and where do you think, you know, things are going to end up with them. I do. I have watched them one game, and I know they're long. They're a little slow, but, I mean, he's, he's totally not going to the Billy Donovan model, which is understandable. He's got big – we're very big, and, and I like it. I like it. It's different. Yeah, they, they lead the SEC in rebounds. I think he right has now. gone to kind of the Billy Donovan model, which is to have a bunch of guards that can shoot and um, yeah. also and let it fly, and you can shoot whenever you need to, and you, you also have yeah. a bunch of big guys. The difference is those teams were built to be really good defensive teams. I mean, when you had Horford, right. Noah inside, Especially you had Corey Brewer, Brewer yeah. you know, who was a great defensive player. Lee Humphrey was an underrated – in fact, I re, I'll – I'll tell this story real quick. I go to the NCAA tournament, and my friend Greg Doyle, who had worked with us at the Gainesville Sun but now was at the Indianapolis paper, is there and, and uh, at the national championship game. He goes, he goes, man, Gator fans are killing me because I said one of the liabilities could be Lee Humphrey on defense. And I'm like, I said, Lee Humphrey's <laughs> like their best defensive player. And he goes, yeah, I've been told that a million times now. I, I should have called you before I wrote it, but – no, so that team was so good defensively, but uh, this team's not. They they just don't. I don't think they have the foot speed to okay. guys get around them too easily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and does he go to his zone? I didn't see much zone from Has him. It, when we talked about that yesterday. He doesn't play yeah. much zone, and I, I sometimes I think maybe they could use a little zone. I, I'm not a big fan of zone defenses. Zone defenses are based right. on the premise. You can't figure them out, but yeah, when when but yeah. when you have a point guard similar to the the better, most more successful UF teams, like a point guard that doesn't turn the ball over, controls the offense, can do a lot of different things with it, distributes it well, then you're going to be pretty successful. I mean, that's that's what I think is making them go and 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 Pullen's a really Zion Pullen good is dude. a real deal, man, and he's a, he's he a is. veteran, obviously been there, done that, and. I mean, to me, that's that's why they're so good because of what he's been able to bring to it. I would say that of of all their players, he's the guy they can't lose. Sure, no question. Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying it. I haven't seen much of it. I just wanted to get an update to see how those boys are doing. I, when I watched them, I was like, wow. Yeah, they're really they're really long. They're you know they look like some big old gators, some eleven footers yep. out there. And, you just got to put that into um, defense, I guess. You know? Yeah, uh, I mean they they they're not bad defensively in the interior. They a lot block of blocks, a lot of shots, yeah. but yeah. they just let guys get by them, and they 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 sometimes don't seem to be playing on the same wavelength defensively that they should be. But um, 
They are fun to watch because they score a lot of points. Yeah, well, we'll see how it turns out, but we really need these guys to, to um, do good and have a great year, man. Y'all gentlemen have a great, great evening. I know you will. Yeah, Rob. Thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah, Rob. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the game tomorrow night's a game that we don't expect Florida to win. But of course, I didn't expect them to win back when Jason Williams and Eddie Shannon lit up Kentucky that day. Uh, one of my favorite memories is being at the game in 07 up in Lexington. They sent me up to cover that game and being there and watching it when uh, that that cheerleader shook her pom-pom and, and Joe Kim Noah's face and he slapped it out of the way, which he should do. Sure. And, um, man, they never they never let that go. And let me tell you what, if at some point during the SEC tournament this year they're flashing pictures of great players and they flash Joe Kim Noah, there'll be a resounding boo from those Kentucky fans. They still hate him because he dared to touch their pom-pom of – of their young girl, because of course cheerleading's a major sport up there. I think they've won two or yeah, three a lot of national, national championships. But I, I remember being there in Florida, winning that game, and I was just so happy that they won that game because I was just like, "Hey, yeah, when you guys get good, let me know." Blast from the past, Eddie Shannon. That was a good reference. Yeah, I love Eddie Shannon. He's a good dude. Tony is next. What's up, Tony? What, what's up, douchebags? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what they used to call Lee Humphrey? They used to call him the White Mamba. <laughs> yeah, before it was a thing. That's what we needed, yeah. Well, let me tell you what. Uh, Jason uh, Williams was the White Mamba. He was the White Chocolate, right? Yep. Yeah, I was thinking of, thinking of Williams. I don't know why why the cattleman has to be so racial with comments like that. Like, why is it got to be the White Mamba? Why can't it just be the Mamba? Well, I was thinking how quickly would ESPN have to apologize tonight as soon as somebody <laughs> called him that. So. Um, but uh, the, the clips from that Jason Williams game at Rupp was were making the rounds today. On, I saw it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're pretty. Yeah, they were pretty. pretty cool. I remember that game very well. He was just knocking down three after three after three, and Eddie Shannon was too. And uh, yeah, that was a stunning win. And, and Florida won that game fairly easily. Is Shannon on that South Carolina staff? Is that what I remember? He was last year, but I don't think he is this year. Okay. I, I didn't I notice him. him. I've watched a bunch of their games, and I haven't noticed him. I know when uh, – I don't know if it was last year or, or Golden's first year, we were flip-flopping assistants, and he, he was kind of somebody I wouldn't mind bringing, bringing back. Um, trying to think I had something else for you. Oh, you guys were talking about the, the Georgia SID. You know, one of my, my good friends is a Georgia fan I play – yeah, in the bot with, and 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 he can go to hell too um, <laughs> with the rest of them. So. But he right. knows that. Probably feels the same way about me. So. Well, I mean, um, look, we all want them to go to hell. That's not the point. The point <laughs> is, there are some of them we don't want to go all the way. We want them to be on the brink of hell, and they just get a little heat, and you know, eventually we go, okay, we'll let you back into the yeah. pearly gates. Yeah. <laughs> Well, golf team went ahead and won the sea bass. That wasn't the greatest field, but but did to get a win. Yep, anyway. got a win. Poulter, Poulter's kid wasn't in the top five. No, he was Poulter's not. Kid, yeah, he didn't he wasn't start in the for top him. five, but he no, but he played really well. Um, and you, so I guess you play your five like usual. But UNFJU and Florida, I guess, got to play a few extras just to fill up some spots. Right. Um, 
so uh, it was good to see him uh, him playing well. Uh, I don't know what kind of impact he'll make this year, but but maybe next year probably, unless anybody hits the portal or whatever. Yeah, they still have a really good team this year. They're just yeah, probably good. not as good. I mean, obviously, when you lose a Biondi and some of the other guys they lost, not as good, but they yeah. still have a really good team. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, that's all I got. All right, Tony, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Eddie Shannon is now at Canisius. Good old Canisius. In Buffalo, um, according to this. According to Wikipedia, he is with the Canisius, whatever their – oh, I don't know their nickname. Wow. There's not too right many. There. I don't know. Canisius. Uh, I'm going to go with Bulldogs. Feels like it's a bulldog type of name. Right. We'll take a break and look it up and right. uh, tell you if Pat is right when we come back here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Well, we all hope to be at Old the top Griffin, of our game right? with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you'll want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. We all want to have fun, and with the sun, there are so many ways to do it here in North Central Florida. But the problem is that stuff is so expensive nowadays, and just to get enough stuff to get it going is going to cost you an arm and a leg, unless you head to Play It Again Sports. Golf clubs, baseball bats, exercise equipment, disc golf, pickleball paddles, water sports stuff, bikes, and lacrosse gear are just a fraction of the things in the store, and you can get them at a fraction of the price. There's no need to buy new, and they've got a heck of a crew ready to help you with whatever you need. So don't let outrageous costs stop you from enjoying the outside. Head on over to Play It Again Sports. All right, fellas, this is your annual reminder. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So, yeah, even though being in love basically means you found that special someone you want to annoy for the rest of your life, give her something that's not annoying for a change and see what she'll do when you wow her with something from Floral Expressions Florist. Scott and Ebeth have been banging out the best bouquets and balloons for decades, and Bedroom Bliss is something you won't want to miss when she sees how awesomely arranged her flowers are. 
I know we haven't seen lots of scoring lately, well, maybe by the opponents, but you'll score enough points by merely making a phone call to 375-1234, and they'll deliver anywhere in town and even nationwide if you need them to. Check out FloralExpressionsForest.com. Simply fantastic. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Remaining quite beautiful into the evening with clear skies. Temperatures will start off mild, but they'll quickly drop off after sunset. Lows in the morning dipping into the low 40s, but we'll have a wind chill in the upper 30s. For our last day of January, mostly sunny skies. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. A breeze should develop and it'll gust about 25 miles an hour in the afternoon. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is Mark Wise with ESPN. And this is Steve Russell. And this is who? There it is. Isn't it enough for a game of basketball? Listen live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. as we talk hoops, the Gators, the SEC, and the top games in all of college basketball. Focus on the fundamentals. We've gone over time and time again. You can also listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and WRUF.com. Or listen at any time by finding Hoop There It Is on your favorite podcast platform. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We are back here. We got about 20 minutes left in the shoe. A really big shoe. All right. Really big shoe. Let's bring on the Beatles. Eddie Shannon Shannon is still at South Carolina. Yeah, I got bad info on Wikipedia. Googling is wrong. Well, it's not me. It's Wikipedia was wrong. Wikipedia is always wrong. It's not even like a real thing. I know. I I rely on it way too much. Yes. You need to stop doing that. But no, Eddie Shannon was awesome. Great player, yeah. Um, I, I, I'll he never was, uh, in school same time as me. I will never forget the th- end of the game against Gonzaga in the Sweet Sixteen in Phoenix, and Casey Calvary goes over the back to get the tip in. They should have called a foul, but they didn't to put them up one. And Eddie Shana comes back and lets go a half court shot, and it is down and spins out and i was thinking if that shot go, go, had gone in eddie shannon would be known would never have to buy a drink ever again in gamesville yeah like chosa i'm sure doesn't and if he does tell him to call me and i'll come and buy him the drink um i don't think you can buy anybody a drink you wouldn't even give him my 48 beers well i didn't i didn't feel i felt like i could re- overcome that deficit <laughs> I will I will go and buy Chris Chios a, a drink. But if Eddie Shannon had made that, it would have been the biggest shot ever. And it was down, man. I thought it was going in. He was, was a Ken- out. he was at Canisius from 2017 to 19. Okay, so and they I got are old information. And did we look up the uh, 
Yes, mascot? they are the Golden Griffins, okay. which I never would have gotten. No. Nor do I ever have hope to use that again. Can I don't you? have to. Well, they may have to play Florida in baseball. I mean, never know. Never know. Come in here and slap them around for a regional. That's right. They'll come in here and uh, they'll have a pitcher that's like a first round pick, and and then their second pitcher will be like the worst pitcher ever. And yeah, it won't matter. Speaking of worst pitchers ever, Porter, what's up? <laughs> yeah, man, Jeff, you weren't that bad. Um, <laughs> uh, you were talking about the Jason Williams game. That was uh, that, that was one of my most enjoyable games. And they, I remember uh, several times through the years, they've had the question, what was your favorite Gator game, a non-title Gator game, or you know, something that didn't lead to a title? And that's that's one that comes comes to mind immediately. It was just so so enjoyable watching him all the, the the elitists up there they just they couldn't believe it they just you know, i'll never forget that was just an awesome game um the the the, the, the pom-poms we had a solution for that we did we that we were you know, gators are not a big pom-pom school to begin with so uh we just always called them poof poofs and they don't forget your poof poof and auburn and can tell you all these other fans like all of a sudden like the the, the guys when they have them, they pretty much immediately drop them <laughs> they get embarrassed but uh i agree that it is bad. weird how some schools the pom-pom is everything the shakers or whatever in florida no and they they just want to yell and scream at you and i i agree with that i i think i don't see how pom-poms are intimidating you know, they're just—it's just air. You know, just going back and, and forth. Even even less so if you call them a poof poof. Um, you could just see people like you say that one time. All of a sudden, they just get embarrassed and sheepish. Um, uh, that was a uh, interesting style on Steve's show. They said uh, no Alabama players on the in the in the Super Bowl this year, which is you know, always well. That's kind of odd. And they said a stat, and Steve said it was it was as far as he knew it was right. Uh, Zero total points by Alabama uh, graduates in the Super Bowl. Now, I, I immediately thought of Jalen Hurts scored last year, but I guess for, he's not considered because he graduated from Oklahoma, not Alabama. I guess. But um, so you're saying in the I, history I, of the Super Bowl has never been a point scored? Right. I couldn't believe it. I I, I called my buddy Pete and uh, Jeff does him, and he's like, he can he he goes, yeah, I guess the Jalen Hurts are not considering. Alabama, but uh, anyhow, uh, what I also yeah, he wasn't in Alabama year. when he got out of school, so he wouldn't count. I I, I would have sworn Bart Starr scored. Yeah, on a last last year, last year the, the Florida Gators uh, alum took the lead, and uh, Florida has more points scored in the Super Bowl than uh, any other school. They took the lead over over Miami. I thought that was kind of kind of a neat little thing. And yeah. uh, last, they said in the last twenty one years. The ASC representative has 19 times been either uh, Peyton, Mahomes, uh, uh, Brady, or Roethlisberger. And um, the, uh, the Joe Burrow year and the Joe Flacco are the only two. Uh, yeah, I do know that it's 22 straight years that Florida's had somebody in the Super Bowl, which is a pretty good stat right there. I think it's more than that. No, it's 22. Are you sure? I was told. Okay. Sources. Right. I think they had a year where they, they didn't have anybody. 66 of the Super Bowl spread. I was born in Sprayer, won the Heisman, so it doesn't get any better than that. Go Gators, be safe. Thanks. All right, thank you, Porter. Appreciate well, that. Other than the you being born, yeah, that part of everything else about it would Don't be mean. No, but I'm just saying, I don't think that's a highlight when we think about To him it is. Well, yeah, because he was born, but he didn't know it at the time. Chuck, welcome. When he came out, he just, he just saw a light. <laughs> hey, Chuck, welcome to the tailgate. Hey. Uh... 
I don't have a sports comment. I have a comment about the uh, between the segments music. I really appreciate you guys playing the Cure. I don't know how much of your audience recognizes it, but uh, it's a fond memory for me because my daughter, who's now 35 years old, and I, uh, her first concert ever was the Cure in Washington D.C. So. Uh, thanks for the Gator memories well, and the Cure memories. Keep I, it up. I can tell you this, uh, Chuck. I'm I'm the one who selected those songs and for the, that's that are playing today. So that was one of that's one of my favorites, and I love the Cure. Cure is a great band. Uh, awesome. Well, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. I appreciate you uh, very much. Let's go to our next caller, Jeff. You want to take one more before we go to? Sure thing. Let's go to John, see what he's got for us. What's up, John? Just a quick one, just a quick one. But um, didn't Joe Namath go to Alabama? He did, but he didn't score in that game. He didn't score in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He threw – He didn't score at all? He threw a touchdown pass, but I think Matt Snell or – I don't think he scored. I don't know. That that is a stat that I've never heard before, and I – I, I feel like I need to research it a little bit, but I've never heard that stat. But I would have thought Joe Namath, but he—I don't know that he scored in that game. I mean, it was sixteen-seven, so there wasn't a lot of points scored. Well, if he threw a touchdown, that's close enough for me. Yeah, I agree with you there. Well, anyways, that's all. All okay. right, thank you, John. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm going to look that up. I—I I don't think he even threw a touchdown in that game. They—they they won that game with a—it it was brilliant strategery you know just short passes and dumping off the ball and and just constantly going downfield and keeping the ball out of baltimore's hands they never got up the they they lost their heads too so i i remember though i will remember this jeff you weren't born yet but i was so 60 i would have been the 69 super bowl so i'd have been 14 and um I was I really wanted the Jets to win badly, and I was the only one watching the game on TV or a little black and white TV. And I used to remember pacing and during the game, and then they put Unitas in. I'm like, oh my god, this is where it all comes from. This whole this negative thinking, and as soon as they put him in, I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna blow it now. And he drove him down to a touchdown, and then they picked him off. So, well, this uh, thing is actually saying that Jalen Hurts was the first Alabama player to score a touchdown in a Super Bowl. But is he an Alabama player when he was at Oklahoma the year before he went to the NFL? He wasn't at Alabama, right? But he still played at Alabama. So I think you got to count that. I don't know. I don't know if I would or not. I think I would. So if you're so Cam Newton, if he scores a touchdown, is that a Florida player? Yeah. No, it's not though. He, he didn't played. play. He barely played. He was just he come. So you going to say David Ross didn't go to Florida State? He didn't. I mean Auburn, Auburn and Florida. <laughs> you say David Ross didn't go to Auburn? I was thinking he went to Auburn, but State. I wouldn't consider him an Auburn player. He was a Florida player. Yeah, but a lot of people consider him an Auburn but player. Where Auburn you, considers him an Auburn well, player. It's their problem. So. If you went to school there and you contributed, especially now in the transfer portal era, you have to so you're saying have that be a part of it. That if you play it, like if, if JT Daniels,
plays in the Super Bowl, which obviously yeah, we know he's not. You can, but you if, can, he, if he played in the Super Bowl and threw a touchdown, they would say that's the first t- touchdown scored by a Rice, West Virginia, Georgia, I, don't, I can't remember the fourth place he went, player. I don't, I don't agree with that. Wherever you ended up is where you are identified with. Where you, or maybe where you graduate from. Although, Yeah, but that's not fair because then you can go nowadays to graduate school and transfer. After you graduated from yeah. Florida, you can go to Auburn for a year. But you're saying you can't that, say a, that a guy can go to five schools and all of them get credit for the touchdown that he scores. No, it's it's not it's not any kind of credit. It's just oh, saying it's what you're saying. A guy that played at so and so scored a touchdown. So you're saying a guy who played at Alabama at scored a touchdown schools. in the Super Bowl. It's the rules. He's allowed to do that. Yeah, you know, I know he's allowed right. to do so it. So then you that. have to then count that he count. played there. I don't. Okay. I think when you play at five different schools, you don't count for anybody. That eliminates you once you get to. Once you get to the fourth school, you're eliminated from claiming it as your alma mater. Because otherwise, we're going to have chaos like we, like we have with the portal. We're going to have chaos. Guys right. are going to be claiming, oh, Rice. Rice had a touchdown okay, score by so a let's former just, player. Let's just say Trevor Etienne scores a touchdown in the Super Bowl someday. You're going to tell me that Florida can't – you can't say that Trevor Etienne – was from Florida no. and scored a touchdown. He abandoned Florida. Right. He kicked Florida to the curb. But I, it's like a like a he's allowed, dirty, nasty. But he's uh, allowed hooker. and he's allowed to do it. He's allowed to do it. I'm so just saying. Should, I'm not going to refer to him as a former Gator. Well, but well, he is a former Gator. The internet would. He's not a Gator. The internet would, and that's more high and mighty than you. You are. just said that I, the internet. What I looked up was wrong. So well, that's because that's not a right website. Now, I'm not, I'm not if you transfer to another school you're 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 a former Gator but you're not when you if you score a touchdown I can't say a Gator scored a touchdown there. So you're saying that if ETN and um uh who's the lineman that just went to FSU Leonard and um uh just trying to think, uh Princely all play in the Super Bowl next year you can go former Gators the Gators continue their streak of 22 years in a row. No, you don't. You can't consider that as continuing the streak. They weren't playing there when they went to the NFL. Okay, that's more right. Okay. <laughs> but it's still it's but I think that's different. It's more that's right. That's different than saying that a a guy that went to a certain school scored a touchdown. Yes, but he's – I wouldn't take credit for it is what I'm saying. Okay. Me as a – No, I'm sure people are getting upset and telling us to shut up, so we'll do that. Okay. And come back and wrap up a Tuesday edition of the tailgate right after this. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Brady Frakis. This is your Tuesday Sports Center. Looking ahead to the Santa Fe Saints, the anticipation is brewing as Santa Fe College softball commences this weekend on Saturday with the women's team set to kick off their season against Florida State College. First pitch is scattered for one. Looking ahead at college hoops, the Florida Gators will head out on the road to take on Kentucky, who is ranked 10th in the nation and sit at 15-4 on the year. Meanwhile, the Gators are 14-6 as they improve their win total after beating the Georgia Bulldogs 102-98. 
Catch tip off tomorrow night at 8. Recapping the Orlando Magic, who came up just short, losing 131 to 129 to the Dallas Mavericks. Luka continues to shine as he poured on 45 points in a comeback win. Magic just one game above 500, sitting at 24 and 23 on the year, eighth in the Eastern Conference. That's your Tuesday Sports Center. I'm Brady Frankus. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on our jewelry and get three nights including airfare at a tropical resort. On us, make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with her jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details. No radio access? Don't worry. We have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I need a little more info on that little stat you looked up there. Because they, if Florida's got the third most points in the history of the Super Bowl, I want to make sure that nobody that transferred away counts on that. Well, they didn't transfer back then. Uh, Cam Newton did. I don't know if he's, I don't even know if he scored in the Super Bowl. He only played one. And, and to, I guess, you know, finalize this, 
<laughs> looking up some stuff, Bart Starr threw three touchdown passes in the first two Super Bowls. So he, of course, threw the passes. Joe Namath didn't throw Max any. He caught two of them, I think. And uh, Ken Stabler ended up throwing one. So they've had guys throw touchdown passes. But not catch them. But nobody has them either caught them or run them in or returned them. It's still surprising when you think of all the Alabama play. Even Devontae Smith. But Although you think of all the great running backs they've had, and I can't think of how many were in the Super uh, Derrick Sean, Henry's. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander's. He was in the Super Bowl. He was Bowl. in the Super Bowl, and they should have given him the ball. Yeah. <laughs> if they'd given him the ball, he would have had Alabama's first touchdown, and they'd have won the Super Bowl, but instead they threw it. Yeah. On, on what was it, second and one? Against the Patriots? Something like that. Yeah. So. There have been a lot of Gators in the uh, the Super Bowl. So you said Miami had number one. I guess a little bit of that is Michael Irvin. Assuming. Um, trying to think of other guys that would have scored a lot of points. Portis might have gotten some. Well, I don't know if he was ever with them when they were in the Super Bowl anyway. Tomorrow, we will talk about Super Bowls again because I want to talk about my favorite Super Bowls to watch as a fan and as being there. Okay. I've been to seven. Wowzers. I'm lucky. Lucky in my life, believe me. I, I thank the Lord every day that I've been so lucky to have covered as much as I've been able to cover and be at so many great events. And I think of Martin Fennelly, which we've been talking about earlier, who was the best at making an event his own. He would go and cover a, a game and or cover a Super Bowl or a national championship, and he was a column you had to read. So, yeah, good for sure. All right, Cat, thank you for uh, producing everybody for calling in. Another uh, fun day, and talk some uh, Gators in Kentucky tomorrow. A big one tomorrow night that we will uh, look forward to. I am Jeffrey. I am Pat Dooley. For Jeff, I am deep. We are both deep, and we are way back, and we are out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Ben Johnson, one of the hottest names this NFL head coaching hiring cycle, is going to run it back with the Lions. The team's offensive coordinator informed them he will stay with Detroit, wants another shot at winning a Super Bowl with the Lions. ESPN NFL reporter Dan Graziano. His job right now is good. Like, there's no reason to think Detroit won't have a good offense again next sure. year and maybe something will line up with him uh, and another team next year because, as we know, there will be more openings. There always are. Dan Graziano on Carlin versus Joe. Johnson has two years left on his Lions deal. His contract was not adjusted to stay, reports ESPN's Adam Schefter. The Steelers hiring former Falcons head coach Arthur Smith as their offensive